The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Greg Ducharme. And Greg, I've got a little deja vu because Tony Finau's at it again. Yes, he is. I mean, did he miss a shot today? Uh, this, is, no. this is unbelievable. Uh, of course, he leads the field in strokes gained T to green. He, mm-hmm. he didn't have to do anything around the green. Uh, he was 13. He hit 13 to 14 fairways. And for the first time in his career, hit every single green. This is just a continuation for him. Eight under par. It's a 64. It was bogey free. He's tied at the top. We'll talk about the guy that he's tied with, but I feel like we're seeing the modern player. Greg is doing a couple things a little bit differently. They seem to want to play before major championships more often, at least than the previous yep. generation did. And when they get hot, they just keep going, right? You could talk about Scotty Scheffler, Sam Br- Some of these guys have just just absolutely just stayed in the moment longer than I feel like we've seen in the, in the past. Yeah, it's a good point, Rick. Um, and, and you really have to, because the game today is much more streaky than it used to be in the past. Um, the, the reward for the consistent player, you know, the, the regular top 30 player on the PGA tour, that reward is going down a little bit because players have the ability. I, I believe it's because more players have the ability to win. And the way that I guess the uh, the dollars, the payout and it when it used to be the money list was always like this. But now when you the way the FedEx Cup points are structured, which pretty closely mirror that um, you're talking about really big rewards near the top. And when you start finishing near the top of the leaderboard and you start getting close, wins are extremely valuable and they're extremely hard to come by. And it's really hard to pass up an opportunity when you feel like your game is ready to but win a tournament or win back-to-back tournaments or win three in a row. I mean, it's uh, it's something that you really got to keep the, you got, you got to strike while the iron's hot, I guess. There's obviously 54 holes still to go. There's a lot of golf to be played. Tony Finau echoed that same sentiment in his post round interview, but let's, even if we assume Tony Finau goes on to win the rocket mortgage classic and goes back to back two weeks in a row, I don't even want to call it a floodgates moment because with Tony, it's like he needs this positive regression, right? There's been like five years of top tens and unluckiness. He's, he gained more strokes finishing second at the RBC Canadian open than he did in his win at the three M open. Like there's just a lot of luck things that seem like they have to shake themselves out for Tony at some point. Yeah, he is. um, Again, it's a great, it's a great theory, Rick, and a great question. I did a little bit of research on this after he won last week at the 3M, and Tony's win percentage is really small. And of all the players, I think he was 16th or 17th in the world last week. And of every player ranked ahead of him, only two had smaller win percentages. One was Will Zalatoris, 
who, by the way, with one win would right. pass him because he's played so few events. Right. Uh, and, and Matt Fitzpatrick was the other who just won for the very first time at the U S open. It happened to be a big one. And so you wonder if, okay, if, if these things start to average out, which maybe that's how it works, maybe it doesn't, um, then yeah, you're going to see the floodgates open. But what I think is really even more important than just the, the law of averages and, and the luck stuff that Tony Fino has dealt with he really has made some improvements with his game, Rick. You're talking about yes. a guy that's known for a great to be a great ball striker. He's having his second best season ever um, as far as his ranking is concerned in strokes gain off the tee. His best season ever in strokes gain approach the green. By the way, he's at it again today. He was first. Um, and, and it's his best season ever in third round scoring average and his best season ever in fourth round scoring average. And and those are the two areas in particular, more so than his his ball striking numbers. Those are the two areas on the weekend where Tony Fina has made the biggest improvement, and that's the thing that's going to correlate to more victories. He's third on the PGA Tour in fourth-round scoring average, a guy we've known for a long time as a guy who doesn't necessarily close very well. Hmm. Um, that He's changing that. Yeah, I think we're going to have to eventually retire – uh, the nickname top 10 Tony. I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to apply. It might be top one Tony yeah. here. Well, hey, a, win, a win still a top 10. That's true. <laughs> a win still a top 10. The man he's tied the top of the leaderboard with uh, Taylor Pendrith, the Canadian 64 also for Pendrith, although his did indeed feature a bogey number 18, his ninth hole of the day. So that's nine birdies to offset that one bogey and uh greg we talked about him extensively this week this week uh missed the four months thanks to the fractured rib from the players championship he just picked up right where he left off in two starts uh since returning and detroit golf club literally might be the best spot on the pga tour for a guy with the skill set of taylor pendrith right i mean you're talking about a long hitter who putts pretty well um, and, and that's exactly what he did today. Um, he was fifth, fifth today in driving distance and he was fifth in strokes game putting today. So he kind of hit the nail right on the head, but what's put him up on top of the leaderboard was his iron play today. Even though, even though he missed five greens, he still led the field in proximity to the hole, or at least is leading as we speak right now and was fourth in strokes gain off the tee. So yeah, this is a great spot for him. Uh, and I know, I know you were really excited to see him come back after that rib injury. He was a guy you had circled. I remember you yeah. were really upset when he had to miss the U.S. Open yes. qualifier, right? Yeah. I, I was. There was like three times. He actually, unfortunately, I, I he had like three setbacks during this, and he was in the field, and then he had to withdraw on like a Tuesday. And I've been waiting. I've been waiting for him to get back into action because he is so talented, Greg, and he's also fun to watch. Yes. Um, and look, any anytime you get a really long hitter like him in contention, it, it's a, it's a good thing. Um, and it, it is fun to watch, but since he's returned, the two events he's returned to haven't been, you know, the highest regarded right. events. They've been two opposite field events on the PGA tour. Uh, and it, it was a tied 13th and a tied 11th for him. So, I mean, his previous event before that was the players. So this was uh th this was picking up right where he left off. By the way, at the players he finished tied 13th as well. So uh yeah, you're right, Rick. You're right on the money. He's fit, uh picking up right where he left off and he's looking great heading into the uh final 54 holes. Speaking of long hitters 
uh, who can get it going. Cam Champ is two shots off the lead. It's a six under 66. Uh, we kind of have seen this before, Greg, the little breadcrumb, right? He leaves us the breadcrumb last week, and then his history says he goes on to win the next week. Now, we've got a lot of holes to play before that happens, but even more importantly, even more on the line for Cam Champ, there's a lot on the line for David, who told us earlier this week that if Cam Champ won this event, he would, quote, eat a shoe. Well, he's too off the lead, David. Start uh, start prepping, babe. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Find a shoe with a thin sole. Um, <laughs> maybe it's a slipper. I don't know what it's going to be, but this is... I get the best thing that David has going for him is that Tony Finau is sitting on top of the lead. <laughs> Yeah, it really is because this is just screaming camp champ. He picked up right where he left off last week. He he opened the tournament with a 75 and it was looking so ugly. I mean, people were laughing at him, right? It, it was not looking good. And all of a sudden he ends up finishing inside the top 20. He gets to seven under last week. And now so I guess what he did in those final three rounds was he hit his irons much better. Uh, and I guess he did everything better. He gained in every area, uh, every strokes gain area after that first round, including putting three straight in a row putting. He picked up right where he left off. He was seventh in the field in strokes game putting today. He was 18th in, uh, in with his iron play gained, you know, nearly 2.2 strokes approaching the green. And he, he hit 16 of 18 greens. So Cam, it seems like he's feeling something here and, He's scary when he gets near the top of the leaderboard, no matter what you've seen in previous weeks. Uh, the other Cam, this time Davis, is back to defend his title, and he did great in that title defense in his opening round. A four under 68, four birdies, zero bogeys on the card, so he's four shots off the lead. As of right now, it's T21. Greg alluded to it. There's a couple guys out on the golf course with these rankings and these stroke skate numbers. They could change just a little bit, but Cam Davis is certainly uh, likely to be in the mix throughout, which Again, Greg, is a continuation of great play. It's always a little bit difficult to defend a title when you show up on, on site and you see your, your face on all the banners and you see your face on the side of the scoreboard and you've got to do all the extra media obligations. It's tough to do, but he at least went out in the opening round and gave himself a chance to do it again. Uh, yeah, he put himself right in the mix. And now I, I think all that stuff can kind of subside a little bit. Um, you've gotten through all your media obligations at this point. Uh, and now you're now you're in go time and he's um, he's only four shots off the lead right now. And and he's hitting the ball great. And and the game that he brought here has continued. And I think what's really what's really encouraging is he lost strokes put in today and still shot four under par. And if you're looking at the model, that's really encouraging. So he was 14th uh, strokes gained approach. He had 17 of 18 greens. But. Um, but, but he lost a half a shot on the greens. And this is a guy coming into the week who had gained in 10 of 12 events in strokes game putting. So I, I think combining what he's done in the last three months on the greens and what you saw so far today, there's a really good chance that that picks up and, and the ball striking has been great coming in too. So there's no sign that that's going to slow down. Uh, and, and you add that extra, little bit of rocket fuel on the greens and he could make a charge up the leaderboard and really be a part of the story this week. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll look at the live odds here and see if there's any clicks that we want to make. But first we are going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, 
chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back. Uh, Here's the betting board here, Greg. Our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook, as you can imagine, Tony Finau, the favorite at plus 330. Taylor Pendrith, currently tied for the lead, 8-1. to Webb Simpson, Hat tip to you, Webb. Two shots off the lead. He's 16 to 1 along with Cam Champ. And then Cam Davis is 28 to 1 along with Sahith Tagala. Um, I got to admit, you know, sometimes after these post round, uh, you know, these post round recaps, you don't get great odds on a lot of these guys. But because Finau's at the top, I- I'll tell you what, Greg, 8 to 1 on Pendrith, 16 to 1 on Cam Champ, 28 to 1 on Cam Davis. You could probably sell me on all three of these. Yeah, especially. I mean, it, I would include Webb Simpson in there, right? Yeah. Webb Web Simpson has been kind of muddling around even in all these areas, right? He hasn't done anything really poorly, uh, but he hasn't done anything exceptionally well. And all of a sudden, you see Webb Simpson gain over three shots approaching the green. And I think that could be, a re- that could be really dangerous. He is a big-time birdie maker. But what we've seen in this event is a lot of length win. Uh, with with Bryson uh, and and Cam Davis as well, they were both. Bryson was obviously first. Cam Davis was seventeenth entering the week in driving distance. So Cam Davis is a really attractive number to me at twenty eight, considering the the model that we just spoke about. He's four back. He lost strokes putting today on the greens. Um, and and Cam Champ, I think, is the other guy that's really really scary here, who's not named Tony Fino. I am probably a bit biased because I'm holding a, a Cam Champ ticket from pre-event, but let's let's talk through this here for a second. Uh, this is a guy who has proven to us, Greg, that he is a ceiling golfer. Once yes. a year, once every 18 months, whatever it is, he is a ceiling golfer. He is definitely a floor golfer as well, but he is a ceiling golfer, and that's what you need to win on the PGA Tour. He also... Um, when he gets hot like this, this is when you want to buy. He played the par fives at even par on Thursday, which mm. is losing basically a shot and a half, if not more, to the field on the par fives alone. For a guy of his length who ranks 18th in par five scoring for the season, unlikely he plays the par fives at even par the rest of the week, right? If, if he can just kind of keep the momentum rolling, start tearing apart the par fives like you'd expect him to, tap into that ceiling like there there is a very clear path to cam champ improving over the course of the week and and winning this golf tournament right and and he can keep making birdies especially when those par fives come into play so for for cam champ uh, you said you mentioned he's losing like a shot and a half to the field but for cam champ uh, he's he might be losing two and a half shots Great point. Yes. So uh, you would expect him to make even more birdies on the par five. So I I think that also really bodes in his favor. 
Uh, now, typically in the model, we look to guys who didn't have a great putting day. He had a really nice putting day, but he's shown when he's in that ceiling mode that he can really fill it up on the green. So I, I would expect that to, I would expect that to continue. I, I'm not looking for that to flatten out at all. And I think, I, I really think he's the most dangerous guy on the board, not named Tony Fino. Yeah. He gains 2.7 putting on Thursday. It's probably unlike, like he's not going to gain 10, but he could gain six, five, four, even, yeah. even anywhere in there, which we've seen him do, especially when he gets in these moments and kind of make up for it in other places. It's the same thing. Like, you know, uh, Taylor Pendrith and Tony Fino probably aren't going to gain six shots to the field for the next three rounds. Like there's, there's going to be these ebbs and flows. And I think there are, more flows than ebbs in the future of Cam Champ for the rest yes. of the week. And look, this is more so true with Tony Finau than Pendrith. Um, but Pendrith is a little bit in this camp as well, where I think their floor in those ebbs and flows this week, given the form we've already seen, is a little bit higher because of their length. But I look at Cam Champ and I think a, a bad round for him this week could still be really it could still be a four under par round of golf um right. pretty easily. And and if if sixty eight is your low for someone like him, uh, that could be that could be really dangerous. Lots of golf to be played, so we will see how the rest of the Rocket Mortgage Classic shakes out. Recaps after rounds two, three, and four. Of course, we'll be here for you each and every step along the way. But for now. Greg Ducharme is available on Twitter at the Real GFD, and you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.